You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the First in Ten podcast coming to you live from, I almost said my Chop Sports Studios, but that's not true at all. I'm coming to you guys live from the uh, the Man Attic and then all of you guys, Aiden Davis, Tony Catalina coming to you guys from your respective homes. And I know, listen, we are so dedicated around these parts that, you know, even in the middle of summer when, um, you know, we're busy and things are happening, we're, you know, trying to enjoy the summer or at least the last bit of summer. I feel like after the 4th of July, like summer's almost over already, which is crazy. Uh, but, you know, Tony, it was going to be just me and me and Aiden. Right. And then Tony's like, oh, man, can you can you delay it like a couple hours? Like, I'll be there. Like, we are company guys. We we are dedicated to the craft. Tony, thank you for joining us, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't miss it. You know what? When I had COVID in a foreign country, I made that one. I wasn't going to let a little main uh, beach trip stop me from being here for the fellas. Is that is that like the beach trip? Like when you got when you're in Beantown, which, by the way, we're not going to talk about the Yankees and the Red Sox right now because <laughs> it's already firing me up all weekend. But when you're in Boston, I guess. How far is it? Like, what's the trip to Maine? How, how, what's that drive? So, for where I live, I live in Central Mass. It's the heart of the Commonwealth. So, it's two hours to Maine. I don't typically go there often. I'm usually a Cape Cod. Like, you know, we'll go to like Martha's Vineyard and stuff like that. That's where I spend most of my time. But this year, you know, my other side of the family goes to Maine every year, but it's two hours, not too, too bad. We go up to Old Orchard Beach and kind of blow it up for a little bit. Nice. So, yeah, so that's like the Jersey Shore for me. It's uh, technically 45 to an hour, but with Jersey traffic, it takes about two hours. So I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> Aiden, bro, how you doing over there down in uh, Texas? How hot is it, bro? I saw some record highs, man. Yeah, so I left Austin today and it was 110. Jesus so, Christ. But to put this in perspective, while we're talking about distance, Today, I drove three and a half hours, and I was able to make it from Central Texas to North Texas. That's the as far as you can get with wow. a three and a half hour drive. Wow. <laughs> Anytime I've ever stayed in a hotel for a Dallas game, it's, it's been relatively close. But, man, the traffic around that DFW area first, not like Arlington is one thing, but like the DFW area is a madhouse. But anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Um, it is a couple more weeks to go. And training camp will be right there. And an, another error by the New York Yankees happens live. And I want to throw this computer through the window in front of me. But I'll just let that go. I'm sure, you know, guys like RJ will enjoy the the embarrassment that is the New York Yankees right now. Um, but anyway, not going to get into that. But I will say that we are a couple weeks away from NFL training camp. Obviously, it's opening up in, I guess, two weeks from now, Aiden. Is that right? The, Two and a half. Okay, I did look. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, truth be told, I looked into some flights. I looked into the one thing that got me. We we're talking about the weather before, bro. It's like seventy degrees and sunny in Oxnard, California, right now. Like, is it that nice all year round? Because if so, I might contemplate moving there <laughs> because that's <laughs> insane to me. It's like 
San Diego type stuff. I've never been out there. You, neither of you guys, right? No, no, nope. I've never been to California. I've been to California once. It is beautiful, but I don't appreciate the fact that you can't swim in their beaches. I don't really get the point of that. Maybe I'm sounding like a Texan to where I can't handle cold, but the water is too cold for me in California. Mm. Wait, 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 you mean you can't swim on their? Wait, is that like it's a rule? Too cold. No, it's, it's, it's just too cold. it's even in the summers the water's pretty cold. Now, once again, I'm a Texan. I'm used to things really yeah. hot, but we're I mean we're talking even in the summers it's. The water does not heat up that much. Oh, all right. Well, I, I, that's news to me. I just figured California, people surf out there. Like, I just, all right, fine. It's cold in California. Uh, I found out the other day that there's actually northern California where it might snow once in a while, which is like, to me, it just blew my head. I was just like, what the, f what are we talking about here? Anyway, how about some football, right? Because now we have a uh, big time interview just happened uh, with, um, Finally, some broken silence out of Dak Prescott. You know, Mark Lane and, and, and company of the Hidden Yardage podcast will cover that in uh, in its entirety and all the stuff that Dak got into. But it seems to me that everything that we've been reading, Tony, is that all the Cowboys are in the best shape of their lives. <laughs> so are we Super Bowl bound or what? Like I mean, Dak, Zeke, everybody, they're, every, they're working out together. They're, they're running routes in, in at the U for whatever reason. I don't really understand <laughs> that one, but you know, they're, they're working together as a cohesive unit. Are you, are you feeling good about these vibes? Is these teammate camaraderie going on here? You know, I think there's some value in it. I don't think we have to overlook, um, you know, overstate it, but I do like the idea of them getting together. Cause trust me, being 28, 27, however old all these guys are, there's much worse they could be doing in Miami. Um, you know, so this is very true. Yeah, <laughs> for, for them to get out there and get some work in, especially I like seeing Jalen Tolbert there getting some uh, rapport with his quarterback. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, but with all that being said, um, you know, I I don't know, man. When it comes to the best shape of your life season, and you know, we hear it every year, uh, you take that with a grain of salt. But I do, you know, I think we've seen the same photos that I've seen. Um, Dak Prescott does look good. I mean, his physical physique, he looks, he's like he's in shape. I heard he's got with a personal trainer. He's eating the right things. He's doing the right things. I think he's locked in. So um, I do, I do love the fact, I mean, you, what's the alternate? You know, hearing, oh, I'm in the worst shape of my life, you know, so. <laughs> right, like like so Dak Prescott that. is reportedly, uh, he's in camp and he looks to have a pot belly and we're not yeah. really understanding why, you know, like <laughs> what happened there? Did he drink too much beer at the barbecues? Like, what, yeah. what was that all about? Yeah, uh, Hainsworth. <laughs> right, exactly. He, you know, or, or the, who's the, the guy for the Jets who just keeps getting bigger and bigger? The, uh, back then. Oh, no. Remember Eddie Beckton, Lacey? Right. What? Eddie Lacey and Kelvin Benjamin when they just oh, oh yeah they turned Kelvin Benjamin into a tight end because of the yeah. fact that he got so big. So yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a thing. Speaking of tight end, friend of the show, Sean McEwen, one of the guys that are working on the the rapport with Dak Prescott. So it's all good on the Cowboys front. No drama, which is beautiful. Knock on wood, nothing's happened. Aiden, you're getting your wish. We're staying out of the headlines. It's all good right now for the Dallas Cowboys as we head into training camp uh in a couple of weeks. Now the, the focus of today's show is the the hypothetical situation, okay? Because, look, the Cowboys are going in there with a, with a relatively good roster, um, a healthy roster, minus a couple, you know, things that we already knew about, the Michael Gallups of the world that is coming off ACL but is already working on resistance training, so that's cool. He's on the, he's on the way back, right? Um, but, they, the, you know, the Dallas Cowboys got some money left in the bank right now. And I know that, you know, we just heard, Obviously, we just heard the the craziness, the story about uh, Von Miller, right? So Von Miller, 
is is completely lowballed by the Cowboys, or at least not even a lowball, because I love the contract. I don't know if you guys read into it. I think it was supposed to be like five years or four years, $70 million or something like that. Something around that ballpark where they would guarantee two years or something like that. So it's like 28 million there, 14 a year. So everything was kind of like, this is nice. And then Buffalo just went and just blew us out of the water. And of course, if you're Von Miller, you're like, I, I need my bag and I need it now. So that's why he's out. But now that leaves me to believe that like the Cowboys, like that was when free agency was, was brand new. Like it, the, the tampering stuff just started. But now that we're in July and we have two weeks away from free agency, the Cowboys are currently, according to OverTheCap.com, are currently third in the league right now with cap space at $22.4 million in cap space alone. That's a lot of dough. You know, that's, that's, a, lot of, that's a lot of wiggle room. Now, of course, if you're a, a crazy person like myself, you look at the next two years, next year the Dallas Cowboys are in trouble. You know what I mean? And then the following year they're not. So the question is, do they roll this over? Um, or do they spend? Now, I'll bring it to Aiden first. There are plenty of free agents out there. There are position battles that we're worried about. There are depth issues. Is there somebody that jumps out at you right now that's like you would figure they're like they're they're pulling the hole, they're waving their arms in the air like, dude, I'm over here. Sign me, sign me. Is there anybody that jumps out at you that the Dallas Cowboys should not wait any longer on? Yep. I've when we did the free agency podcast at the very beginning of it, there was one guy that I kind of went out on a limb for and said I wanted the Cowboys to sign. As as far as I know, from when I look today, he's still a free agent. I want Dwayne Brown so bad, former ta- former left tackle for the Seattle Seahawks. But, I mean, if we can avoid the Terrence Steele experience, like, I'm somewhat bought in. But, like, Dwayne Brown has been one of the most consistent tackles in the league for years now. Yes, he's 37 years old. I'm not asking. I don't want the Cowboys to sign him to a four-year deal, but right now he's sitting in free agency. I would be shocked if he didn't take a one-year deal just to make money this year and play in the NFL. I think Dwayne Brown would be a perfect fit because you could move Terrence Steele back off to the swing tackle position. And Dwayne Brown was, I think, I'm not 100% sure. I didn't look, but I'm pretty sure he was at least a top 20 tackle by PFF grading last year. Like the dude still got it. He's old, but sign him now because it would be such a great addition. Tony, your thoughts on getting Dwayne Brown? I like the player. Uh, Current events have made this a little difficult. Um, Allegedly, uh, a day or two ago, he got arrested at the L.A. airport. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So all right. Coming, so so that coming from Aiden, who wants no yeah. drama, wants the guy to just get arrested. That's fun yeah. times. He had a concealed firearm, allegedly a concealed firearm at the LAX airport. So all right. We'll see I, how that would, shakes out. He would fit right in. What are you talking about? <laughs> I did my research today. How did I not see any? Well, okay. Wow, all right. Well, it looks like uh, TMZ Tony over here has got the scoop, and uh, you know maybe what? no on Dwayne Brown. But it it kind of sounds like the my guy just might have got a little bit cheaper hey uh-huh hey uh-huh. See, a free man not, he could work yeah, for get cheap. That discount maybe jerry was the one that put that headline out yeah right so <laughs> other than dwayne brown just so you guys are aware um daryl williams out of buffalo eric fisher was playing in indies 31 dwayne brown's out there bobby massey's out there so there are plenty and then there's riley right like there's a couple younger jason peters there's a couple tackles and a couple offensive linemen out there do you guys I'll, I'll ask Tony this, you know, obviously Aiden brought it in, but do you think the answer 
you know, to this offensive line, the woes, I'm not saying the woes because obviously they're, they're good on offensive line right now, but do you think an absolute veteran presence is needed on the offensive line? Because obviously you have Zach Martin and Tyron and that's great. And now you have, you know, a rookie left guard, a uh, second year, what was second year or third year for Tyler? I think it's third, third, third year. It's the third year there. The right guards, obviously Zach Martin, we just said. Right tackle is, is it's not a question mark because Terrence Steele has been slated slated to be the guy. But do you think it's a necessity to to address the offensive line right now one more time in free agency? I think if the team is being honest with themselves, I think that they know that the offensive line is unfinished. Um, I think the way that history shows us how the Cowboys handle it is they're going to go into training camp. They're going to see how the first week or two looks. And if and if they feel like there's an issue there, they're going to bring in a veteran presence. Now, if that happens, I'd be nervous. I think we got to we read through the, you know, the context clues of what that means for this team and how everybody is kind of developing. But I do think this team needs to bring somebody in. I don't know if they need to bring in a starter, but they need to bring in somebody that has some uh, position flex and somebody that can come and play if if a starter gets hurt, which we know in the NFL, how many times you see five guys play completely together. So um, I do think it's important. I do think it's something they should look into and um, exactly who that guy is. That, you know, We'll see how that shakes out. Sure as hell ain't going to be Dwayne Brown now, but <laughs> you, never <know. laughs> you never know. Listen, it, again, if there's alleged stuff and he can get out of that trouble, then, then you know, sign him up. All right, Tony, is there anybody on your wish list right now? You're looking at this list of, uh, of free agents that still heading into camp. Is there anybody besides the offensive line that you're saying, look, this is the guy you got to bring in right now, A, for either to give somebody else a kick in the ass or B, he can make the team. Yeah, I think, um, you know, looking at the other troublesome position we have, I would say uh, I wrote about him earlier. I'm still in the camp. I think that Will Fuller would be worth taking a look at. I like the speed. I like the intrigue of the of the talent he has. Um, I think if we're just talking apples to apples, comparing him to James Washington, I think he's a better receiver or at least has a more upside. Um, if they would have made that move instead of James Washington, I'd feel good about it. Two at that time, having them both let them duke it out. It may not be one or the other, especially with Michael Gallup being hurt. But I do think, uh, much like I said about the offensive line, they may shake it out and see how TJ Vasher looks, see if Noah Brown has developed his uh, receiving game a little bit more than what he was used in prior times. Um, but I think Will Fuller brings a different element, that speed guy. Michael Gallup was the take-it-off-the-top type of person. If he ain't going to be there for the first month or so or a few games, Will Fuller could bring that. Um, I think most of Will Fuller's issues has been injuries. If you know, if we can get a few games out of him or find a way to keep him healthy, I think he would be a hell of an addition for this team. I, I, I like Will Fuller, don't get me wrong, but I think there's a couple other receivers out there that are better than Will Fuller right now for that sure. are still available. I and agree. My guy right now, kick those tires on Julio Jones. Like, I like it. What, why wouldn't you? You know, at this point, you know, your experience, I always think, and maybe be adding a James Washington who's still relatively young, but like, if you're looking at this wide receiver core, is James Washington the oldest guy in that room right now? Mm. Like, or, or is it Noah Brown, you know, but like, is that the guy that you want to be the, the veteran leader? Like, and I'm not saying that you bring in a Julio Jones and all of a sudden he takes over the locker room, but if you bring in a Julio Jones on the cheap, he reminds me of the, the production you could probably get out of an Amari Cooper. You know what I mean? Like those are the, that's the kind of situation it's either that, or if you really want to get crazy, if you want to get crazy and you want to get cheap, but you want to take the top off a of defense, a guy that kind of proved 
All right, Aiden, you know what? You're, you're making this face like I'm about to steal your thunder. What do you want, Aiden? Who do you want? <laughs> I was on the exact same page as Tony. If I'm going receiver, I want speed. I think this wide receiver core is lacking speed. I was going to throw out Deshaun Jackson. Oh, God, no. What? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. What As a we... better. Oh, no. How, how expensive do you think Deshaun Jackson? Okay, I know. He probably, he's heard he'll of... probably coming for a dollar. But, like, I, that, me, he's one of the guys that uh, he's on my. Remember in pre, we were talking about Verdugo. Like, Deshaun Jackson is one of the guys that I want to, like, just. This it's not it's not close. I want to I want to punch him until I'm tired. Like this, well, I do yeah. not like Deshaun Jackson for the Dallas Cowboys. Don't get me wrong. I do not like Deshaun Jackson at all. But at the same time, if we didn't have Dak and you offered me Aaron Rodgers, I hate Aaron Rodgers, but I'm taking him on the Cowboys if he's going to make our team better. If you're about to make the comparison that Deshaun Jackson is like having Aaron Rodgers instead of Dak, like that no. is a little insane. <laughs> I, I, you were going a completely different direction than I was going. You went Deshaun Jackson. Uh, I didn't I even thought know you were the gonna... guy. I didn't even know the guy was available. I really didn't. Like, I didn't think, yeah. I, for whatever reason, I thought he was under contract. You know, where, where the hell was he last? The Raiders? No. Uh, where was he last? Probably, yeah, yeah. probably. The yeah, Raiders. the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just thought he was just Thanksgiving Day. There. Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving Day. Exactly. <laughs> that, and again, yeah, <laughs> exhibit, I know, right? exhibit C uh, as then the why I don't not, want Deshaun Jackson on the team. Why not put him on our team so he doesn't hurt us like that anymore? Well, it's funny. I, I'm kind of eating my own words here because the guy I was going to say is take a flyer on Odell Beckham Jr. Like, mm. I mean, he's, look, he proved that he can kind of go still in a great offense. The The Rams offense was supreme. You know what I mean? I'm not like the, the Rams offense was a well-oiled machine and he was a part of that well-oiled machine towards the end. Guy gets hurt. Do we really want to sign? Do we want two guys coming off ACLs? Like, I don't, I don't think so, but there's, there's talent out there. And I think Aiden, you can agree with me besides Deshaun Jackson, besides, you know, Odell Beckham, can you agree that receiver is 1,000% a position that we should be adding a veteran presence in going into camp? Yeah, I'd love a veteran presence presence at receiver just because, I mean, I've been on the side all offseason that I don't think wide receiver at, is as big of a need as people are making it out to be. But, I mean, now we're talking about guys that you're getting on the cheap, you're sitting at third and cap space. It's absolutely a position that's now worth adding to just because – with Gallup out for the first who who knows how long. I mean, James Washington is going to be getting a lot of meaningful reps at the beginning of the season, and that just kind of scares me. Tony, any other receiver? I mean, I'm looking. You want you want to hear an off the wall type receiver? Like now we're getting really hypothetical here. We're talking. You you said one of our biggest rivals in Deshaun Jackson, right? I said Odell Beckham, who used to kill us as a giant, and then really really haven't heard from him since. You said a guy like Will Fuller, like, okay, question marks here and there about uh, a pulled hammy here and there where it's just like, ugh, you know, it's hard to – what about I, – I don't know if you guys are into this kind of thing, but maybe you guys are into second chances, reuniting. Is there any bit of you guys that want Mr. Cole Beasley back in Dallas to be a guy that you can bring on the underneath wow. as a slot guy? He's not brought back to Buffalo. He's at home right now. You know, it, it doesn't have a team. You know, you would assume that somebody's going to take a flyer on Beasley. He's a great slot receiver. Tony, would you take a shot on a on a reunion between Dak and, and Bees? Listen, I, you know, I'm all about making the team better. If there's a connection there, if Cole Beasley wants to come back, if he still has the, you know, if he still got the wheels, he can still underneath with the whip route and, and just, you know, be a chain mover, I'm all for it. You know, I, when he left, he – 
he seemed like he left Scorch Earth a little bit, saying the Buffalo Bills had a better facility than them, which is blasphemy. But um, I think, you know, water under the bridge. If he wants to come here and help this offense be better, I'm all for it. Like I said, I'm when, to me, win's a win, and I'm all about victories here. So I think I can look past some things to get some Ws. I agree. I agree there. I agree with that sentiment. Aiden, your thoughts if, on Bs? I, I'd love Beasley back. I think we don't. I'd like an actual slot receiver, somebody that Dak can go to. I get CeeDee Lamb plays a good amount in the slot. I'd like to see him develop more into just a pure outside receiver and just let Beasley just let Beasley be like the exactly who he was in Dallas. Just he's not going to get a ton of yardage, but he's going to get a heck of a lot of catches and they're always going to move the chains. In that same vein, another Buffalo receiver we could look at, and now we're just throwing out every receiver in free agency. Emmanuel Sanders is somewhat similar to that. He's a Love free him. agent as well. And he was doing very similar stuff to Beasley and Buffalo. So there's a lot of receivers on this list, man. I'm looking up and down. I'm like, geez, man. Like, you know, we already talked about the the main ones, but like, if you go down the list of guys that are looking for that second chance at a, you know, almost like a career, even like, I mean, this is like deep diving, but like Willie Sneed, you know, guys like that. Like you said, Deshaun Jackson, I almost threw up, but again, that's one of those things where, you know, it is a possibility. You know, they're out there. I mean, and like, Anthony Miller, Adam Humphreys. These are guys that have been role players. I just think that you need to add at least one more. If you know that Gallup's going to miss some time, which, again, maybe he's an enigma. Maybe he comes out of nowhere and during camp, and not really relatively during camp, but, like, towards the back end of, like, August, where all of a sudden we're like, you know what? Maybe he can go. You know what I'm saying? And, like, then this whole conversation switches. But I think you need to add one guy to make the veteran presence, to make like all these rookies make sure that we're not rookies, but younger guys make sure that their heads are on straight, that things are going well. And I know there's camaraderie already building, which is great for the Cowboys and great for the fan base to, 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 you know, pick this apart. But I think adding a veteran presence would be a good idea. Now switching over to the defensive side of the ball. Support for this show comes from Sylvan learning as a parent. You want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L. V-A-N-29.com. Um, there are guys out there that have been somewhat linked to the Cowboys. You guys write for bloggingtheboys.com. If I didn't mention that earlier, that's on me because we went right into this thing. But, like, you guys are the writers. You guys do a lot of deep diving. Tony, is there actual legs to the signing of Anthony Barr? Like, is there a chance that we boost this linebacking core a little bit? Because I'm the one who's gone on a ledge or gone on a limb for a guy like Leighton Vanderesh to step it up this year, stay healthy, be the wolf hunter, do all the howling he can do, right, and, and be that guy. 
But is there legs behind this Anthony Barr situation? Because if, you know, technically, if we're getting technical, when he was drafted, I, w- I was banging on the table for Anthony Barr. You know what I mean? So I know it's years removed from that. But is there a possibility that this is going to be a thing? You know, it's it's one of those things where if it doesn't go away, there's got to be some fire with that smoke, right? I mean, Anthony Barr has been linked to the Cowboys on a more than twice occasion here in this offseason. It makes sense, right? The, the linebacker position is we don't know how deep it is. There's some guys coming off injuries, some guys that are young that we we're hoping are going to be able to come and contribute like Jabril Cox. And, you know, we need Leighton Van Dash to come out and play like he did at the latter half of the season. Um, but Anthony Barr coming in and kind of solidifying that linebacker unit. Now, like you said, when you fell in love with him, he may not be that guy, but this talent there, that guy can play. He's a smart football player. He's a savvy veteran, somebody that's going to be able to pass rush. Somebody who's going to be able to play the run. He, he, he just, we need to fortify that second level of that defense. And I think the Anthony Barr situation is real. Now we know with the Cowboys, it's, they have the money, they have the need, but do they pull the trigger? And so that's something that we have to really monitor, but there's absolutely um, legitimate interest there. I think it's on both sides and we'll, we'll have to see and see, you know, cause when it comes to contracts, the Cowboys like to play games. So we'll see how far they get into that. And hopefully it's not too late and he ends up somewhere else. Aiden, what, you know, Tony says when there's smoke, there's fire and, and Anthony Barr has indeed been linked to the Cowboys multiple times. Uh, you would just hope that if the, he does sign, that he doesn't back out of the signing and go sign somewhere else, like like he did once upon a time to the New York Football Jets. Uh, but Anthony Barr is is a name that's been linked to the Cowboys. Tony thinks there's legs. Is he a fit in Dallas? I know there's always like a oh he's not a scheme fit, son. You know, like that that whole you know the bonus or bogus Stephen Jones Twitter account. You know what I mean? So like there's there's scheme fits and then there's not. Does Anthony Barr fit this scheme right now? It's tough because on one, I, I don't know why, but ever since the Everson Griffin signing, I'm always going to see older Vikings players as just like guys I don't want to touch. Anthony Barr is different though, just because he was dominant for so long. Yes, he's he's fallen off a little bit, but not to a degree where he wouldn't immediately boost our linebacking room. I mean, right now we have Parsons, LVE, and then a bunch of question marks. And you could throw LVE into that question mark bucket as well. One player that I would prefer us to sign instead of Anthony Barr would actually be Jamie Collins, who played for New England last season. He played for New England for less than a million dollars, and he he started off really slow once he joined the team about midway through the season. But by the end, he was an integral piece to that defense, and he ended up as like the 15th-ranked linebacker by Pro Football Focus. I'm in on Jamie Collins. I think you could get him dirt ch- a lot cheaper than Anthony Barr. And so that's kind of where I'm going. Do you know? Do you remember the Jamie Collins story? Like, do you remember that? And I'm not saying. I, he, wait, I'm not saying that he got in trouble. He didn't get in trouble. Okay, because literally <laughs> ever since ever since Tony corrected me, I've been looking up every single player before I talk about them. No, no. The not... story the story about Jamie Collins is that he pissed off Belichick, and Belichick's like, "Oh yeah, bro, here you go," and he traded them off to Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> Cleveland was bad. And then he reunited with Belichick and became the, the linebacker that everybody thought he was. But it was almost a, as if he was like putting him in timeout. <laughs> you know, like oh, <laughs> you're going to Cleveland for a couple of years, you little bunk. You're like, now you're going to learn your lesson. Uh, but Jamie Collins, I'm in on him too, man. I think he's a baller. I think he's definitely cheaper. Um, you know, I think, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think the linebacking core is something that we definitely, definitely have to address. Because, again, you don't want to go into – 
here's what's going to happen. And, like, and I'm not trying to like totally like write this, the script for the Dallas Cowboys in, in training camp, but here's what's going to happen. We're going to go into training camp. We're going to be like, oh, man, there's, there's question marks at linebacker, right? And then you're looking at it, and all of a sudden, you're like, then within like a week and a half, maybe, during training camp, you're like, well, this guy is unbelievable in camp, and this guy's looking great. And all of a sudden, the Cowboys are going to be like, oh, we're good then. We're, we're all set. We got the guys. There's hype trains all over the place, you know, and we're chugging along into the regular season. Tony, does that worry you that somebody will have like this breakout training camp slash preseason and we won't address what we need to actually address? Like, like all this smoke that we're talking about with bringing certain players in, if somebody delivers in training camp, would that like deter us from doing like making actual moves that are definitely needed? It's almost a guarantee you can bank on it. And we can, I'm sure when we get closer, we'll get to a segment later on down the week as we get closer to training camp. We're going to decide who we think is going to be the training camp star for this team. But, right. you know, every year there's somebody that, you know, balled out or somebody who played absurd. And then sometimes they don't come to fruition and sometimes they uh, don't even make the team. So, but yes, I did long, long answer short here. I do think that, um, it's entirely possible that somebody plays better than they anticipated and they get a little more false sense of, you know, comfortability at that position. But if, if Steven believes what he only, what he says himself 24 seven, you know, it's a acquisitions, the 24 seven business here. He's got to be able to look through that, look past that and, and make some moves here. Um, I can't, you can't be blinded by, you know, what you might see in a shell practice in July. You got to be real. You got to be practical about it, but who knows how they handle that. <laughs> He needs Stephen Jones needs to go back onto Google, right, and, and like go on Google and adjust that that business hours because he that's this whole twenty four seven three sixty five BS is just that it's BS because it's we've been closed for a long time. Okay, <laughs> like operations have stopped for a long time. I don't for that. I don't find that to be fact at all. Tony, defensive side of the ball, sticking with that. Is there anybody that's kind of jumping out at you as far as a guy that's kind of you know, jumped off the list. Why is he still a free agent? Like, will he help us right there? Or did we kind of already nail with like uh, the linebackers? Is there anybody else that kind of jumps off the chart for you? I, I'm not unique in this thought. I think it's been coming around the last week or so, but a lot of smoke. I don't know if it's real legitimate, but well, maybe just a want, but Nadama can sue. A lot of people have been talking about adding him as a D tackle, being that veteran presence in the middle there. Yeah, I think that would be he, he's not signed anywhere, right? Like I'm, I'm no, he's a, yeah, he's a free agent. I mean, that's that's the kind of guy he seems to be like the J uh, the JV uh, the Jadavian Clowney of like the interior. Clowney's always on these one year big prove it deals, and I feel like Sue is doing this all the time. Um, the fact that he's available right now is either a it's like a double-edged sword. Like, are you are you happy he's available, or are you a little worrisome that he's available? Like, Aiden, does that worry you that a guy like Sue is still around? I don't think so. Once, like, you kind of some players follow this path where once they get older, their play decline. Everybody's play declines when they get older, and some players just decide like, I'm gonna wait until I have like an actual deal, and maybe that's mid-season when there's an injury and somebody comes calling my phone, and they just take these risks. It kind of seems like that's what Sue's doing because, I mean, he was a piece of that Buccaneers defensive line, and it's not like it's not like he's washed by any means. And so I think he's just kind of like OBJ. I think he's just kind of waiting, feeling it out, seeing what the actual market's going to be like maybe after there's an injury or something. 
I'm looking at now. I'm just again, and, and I agree with you there. I wholeheartedly agree with the with the suit thing, and I think he'd be great, you know. But I personally would love for guys like Gallimore and all these other guys to step up this year. We we just don't even have to address that, you know what I mean? Like we're just like, oh, you know what? These guys are in their second, third year now. They're all just coming on. Like this is going to be great. Sue, I believe, makes the team better immediately on the interior defensive line. Now, when I look at this list of, of free agents, and again, Cowboys sitting pretty right now with a lot of money. Um, there are a couple guys that I'm just kind of curious because I know when free agency started, there were a couple names that were floated out there that are still out there. Do you think the emergence of Tyler Biotish, right? I mean, he's done the, he just did this, this school thing or the offensive line thing the other day. We all watched and saw that on Twitter where he was one of the attendees of this, this O-line summit, have you, you know, right? So he's putting in the work and that's great. But there was a name in the beginning of free agency that I thought that everybody was just jumping all over. Tony, that's J.C. Treader. Now, like that, that's a that's a veteran presence. He's obviously experienced. He's skilled enough. Do you believe in Tyler Biotish to be just the guy? I mean, because as of right now, if you look at it, it's not really any competition for him. Like all the other offensive linemen aren't natural born centers, and you don't really want to talk about projects anymore. Do you need somebody to kick him in the ass, or do you think he's going to kind of start kicking the ass over there in, in, at training camp? Well, if you now listen, the name JC Treader makes a ton of sense for like on a football aspect, right? And a total sense there. Where I think JC Treader, if you want to talk high level reasons why he might not be here, he's one of the leaders of the NFLPA. Hmm. And, you know, Jerry Jones and him would butt heads in those type of situations. So having that type of voice in the locker room may be a good thing if you're pro player, which I think we are here. Um, hmm. But Jerry, you know, he's not going to mix that together. So that's high level where it does make a ton of sense on the field. But to say, you know, does he need a boot? I think he does need a little boot in the ass because Tyler Biotish is somebody that you can really put a star on and say, how is this team going to look? It's going to be based on his performance. Can he can he get stronger? Can he develop? Is is the skills fine-tuned? How does he come into this year? I do think Alec Lindstrom, I know he's undrafted. I know he's a friend of the show. He's somebody that I wholeheartedly believe in. I'm not in the, alone in this camp saying that he should have been drafted, right? He was somebody that could have been easily been taken in the anywhere from the fifth to the seventh rounds, and I think nobody would have bad an eyelash about it. I think – and he his position flex hasn't been shown yet, so we don't know what his uh, what his availability to kick out and play guard, and that's important for backup role. But I say that to say there is some intriguing prospects underneath behind him. Um, I think this is a big year for Tyler Biotish. What he does this year is what his career is going to look like moving forward. Right? They're either going to find his replacement after this, or they're going to look at him as the future. And that's really you hate to put that on the kid, but it's you know this is where the rubber meets the road for him. I feel like we got to make you a t-shirt rubber meets the road has been definitely said on this show many, many times. And I feel like you need to market it. <laughs> um, Aiden, <laughs> Aiden, your, your thoughts on Biotish. Do you need, do you need somebody to kind of like really light a fire on their him? Or do you believe in, in his ability to be the guy going forward? Yeah, I think I agree with Tony. I think centers the one position where I don't think I want us to add to the group. I don't want us to bring in a veteran presence because Year one, Tyler Biotish was below average to objectively bad. Year two, Tyler Biotish, I felt like he was an average center last season, like average-ish. I th I was impressed with how Biotish played. And so that jump from year one to year two, if he can replicate that from year two to year three, I think he can become a reliable starting, starting quality center in the league for years if he can take that jump. 
we just don't know if it's going to happen. So I don't want to make mess it up. Like if he's, if he comes out of the gate struggling a little, I don't want there to be questions and him have to look over his shoulder. And if somebody else is going to replace him, I just want, let him play out year three. And we're going to definitively know after this year is Tyler Biotis the center moving forward. And I want that question to be answered. So I'd prefer us not to add at center. All right. So pressure's on Tyler, get it done. Um, All right. Well, look, Again, there's plenty of free agents out there. We could talk about it all until we're blue in the face. We look at that cap room and we're playing, you know, we're playing banker right now. We're all like, oh, but they got so much money. Why can't they just spend it? Cowboys got a plan. You know, we're not in that. We're not in the, we're not in the press box. We're not in the, the front office. We're not in any of these locations to, to figure out what the hell they're doing with all this money. Uh, again, very, there's tricky situations in front of them next year you know so i don't know if this is a rollover move and we're good where we're at i don't know we we won't find out until we find out so there's some cool hypotheticals out there there's a couple names out there that will definitely make the cowboys a better team in 2022 it's just a matter of let's see if um if they want to pull the trigger now i have the responsibility here before we wrap it up to let everybody know that there potentially will be a blockbuster type interview with blogging the boys YouTube channel and the podcast network. Uh, this will, will be released this week if it happens. Now, again, these are when you when you talk about Dallas Cowboys or anybody in sports media for that matter, you know, you can't say anything until it's in the can, right? Like, how many times have we lined up interviews and are like, oh, they got a bail? And they're like, oh, crap, now what? You know, but you go out there on a limb and tell everybody, hey, we're going to have this guy on, and then things don't happen. Y'all look like fools, right? So here at Blogging the Boys, we don't do that. We're not going to try to look like fools here. So we will obviously drop it if this interview happens, but I'm telling you right now, from what I'm gathering from RJ Ochoa, it's the biggest interview that Blogging the Boys has ever done done so we'll see if that happens we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode on this july 11th edition of the first and 10 podcast we'll be back next week uh in a couple weeks time i know that aiden or aiden and tony probably collectively have teamed up and are starting to cook up this right before training camp podcast episode right tony is that oh yeah in there you got another big one coming for sure another big one coming so training camp is right around the corner we're going to have some big names coming on here to give their insight of the 2022 dallas cowboys but until then make sure you subscribe leave us a review um you know give us the old five-star rating tell your friends about us uh if you're a dallas cowboy fan out there and you think that people need to hear us let them know share this podcast do the damn thing so for Dave Sturgeo, Tony Catalina, and Aiden Davis, this has been another episode of the First in Ten Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week, everybody. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.